Hello everybody, so welcome to another episode of the Science Shed. It's Nick here, I'm recording a little preamble before we dive straight into a feast of podcast treats. So, um, what have we got for you today? So Steve and I are going to be talking about things to do with academia in particular, trying to get your, your papers and your grants either published or accepted. Kind of a horrible business. So we'll talk a bit about how, how nasty that can be, but also be quite funny as well. We're also going to chat a bit about um, the, the kind of anthropomorphizing of uh, computer avatars and some of the science behind that, um, why people might find that sort of thing quite irritating. And finally, we're going to be talking a bit about conferences and presenting posters and how weird that is if you're an outsider. Anyway, please do interact with us. Um, you can subscribe on SoundCloud or you can you can do that on iTunes as well. Drop Steve or me a line, you know, you can interact with us and ask us questions and we'll we'll maybe discuss some of the things you mention in later podcasts. You can get me on Twitter, I'm the Evans Lab and Steve is Steve the Chemist. Yeah, so get in touch, let us know what you think and hopefully enjoy this podcast. And here it is. Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Petri, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting? Steve, it's great to be. So Steve's invited me up to Cambridge again. So um, welcome. Yeah, so we've come to Cambridge because I'm doing some work with Steve, and um, Steve's now a fellow of a college, which means he gets rooms in a in a like one of the colleges, and also can invite me to stay in a in a spare kind of college i'd call it a suite actually on the cheap basically yeah, it's i mean it's so, a real it's a privilege I, suppose. I know and like i'm a so i'm kind of like an academic visiting cambridge so um i'm entitled to to come here and do that and basically this room was amazing it was like the biggest so there was a living area wasn't there mm-hmm. with like a big table in the middle with like kind of leather back chairs there was an ink stand yeah, it's not like a kind of uh, um, Las Vegas suite. No, no, no. It's like an old schooly sort of what yeah. you'd see in Harry Potter. Well, like if you if if Dickens was staying somewhere, that's where he would he'd be in this the an old coach house somewhere. And they even had a box set of Sherlock Holmes books. Of course <laughs> in they the did. Bookshelf. Of course they did. Yeah, with like a little no TV, of course, no TV in the room, but yeah. a box set of Sherlock Holmes. Do you know, I think there's and a TV had... room somewhere in the college. Is there? Yeah, I don't know where it is because. I bet you you get ostracised for watching television in Cambridge. We have that there for profiling purposes. <laughs> but they also had a, uh, the other interesting thing. I mean, the Yellow Pages from two thousand and two. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed Cambridge, and it's good to have you here. It's nice to be here, Steve. And like, it's good to work on the paper. <laughs> the six-year, seven-year paper. So what's been going on in the science world, Steve? What's been going on in the science world? You mean personally or just in science world in general? I'm just interested. All right. Um, well, so we've been you know, doing some experiments, working on a few uh, problems. Uh, we've got a few papers in the uh, that are out for review at the moment, mm. um, which is one of those things. So when you write a research article, it has to go out to review, and, and the people get to, without 
revealing who they are critique the science you do i'm trying to think of an analogy for what would happen it's kind of like you produce something and then it gets someone says whether it's it's good or it's bad it's quite horrible it's it's quite um you put your neck on the line. It's definitely so uncomfortable, isn't it? Imagine if you wrote a song and everyone said they hated it. You know, anonymously, like and it's it's kind of like, like trolling. It's trolling. It's, yes, it's kind of trolling. <laughs> it is because you send you send they're, it they're out, and the they're all an, they're yeah. all anonymous. They are the bottom half of the internet. They have they sometimes they have like <laughs> like a an alternative lame like reviewer one reviewer yeah. two, and basically they say how terrible what you're doing. I think the idea is that they they try and make the paper better, but yeah, inevitably it comes out as that we disagree with your conclusions, or we want more data, or can you explain this better? Yeah, so they generally sent it to. There's a dude, the editor. The editor is just kind of like a guy that looks at it and then he chooses people who he thinks know what they're talking about. Yeah, world who, experts. Who are they? Can be world experts. Often they're not world experts. They're not not national experts. They're not regional, even village experts. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. not always true because sometimes you get really good. But sometimes it's you know they, it's quite spiritual. But he sends it out to them, and then they they sort of pick holes in what you've done. So it's it's quite an exposing thing to do because when you're working, you spend a lot of time investing, thinking about heart it. and soul. Yeah, yeah, thinking very deeply about it. You probably, in some senses, you think well. You, there's some doubt. You're doing it for a reason, but it's some people could argue with it. Does the data support the conclusions? Yeah, or is the reason for doing it valid in the yeah. first place? Yeah. Is it a good way of doing it? you wasting your time, wasting money? So people can say things like that, and it's it can be very depressing. So it's how many how many reviewers have you got on your? Have you had the reviews back yet? Um, yeah, we got we had three. Uh, one three. of them one of them really liked it. One of them was kind of indifferent, and one of them uh, didn't like it so much. And uh, what the editor said, do change some stuff. They said they've given us some time to change some things. Oh, right, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, so it's actually quite, like you say, it can be quite, um, I mean, you're quite anxious about it when you know when you, when oh, you see I the email it. that says, here oh, are the reviewers. God. It quick. makes my stomach yeah, turn. exactly. And then you read it and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to spend. Because the thing is, normally, you know the weakest bit of your research. You know what's the where the holes are. And when the reviewers point that out, you kind of uh, deep down you knew that was the, oh, that you're was making, the chink in my the my blood armor. is running cold at the moment because <laughs> some I've got something like that at the moment and I know where the unavoidable hole in the story mm. is but you kind of hope that they don't spot it or that they don't think it's as, re- as or important that they to the yeah conclusion. or sometimes that they know about it but they kind of they suggest sometimes they suggest something interesting offer sucker and then you can like change something a little bit and then mm, yeah. It, it yeah it makes it a bit of hope and it's also so these these people are volunteering their time for free uh to the journal um as part we all kind of do this as part of your um kind of good citizenship as a as a as a research scientist you actually do this for free um, i think a lot of it as well i'm not sure how altruistic it is because a lot of people you know there's kind of a guilt thing about it mm. and if if you get asked the same person is later on might be appraising whether or not he wants to accept your stuff. Mm. So you've kind of got like a... So, so you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. That's exactly what I was philosophy. thinking about, yeah. Yeah. No, so. I think, it, I mean, the, the it's it's kind of, that's the reality of it. But I don't think it's supposed, that's not quite the the uh, philosophy of it. Yeah. I mean, we got one recently and it's, we got six reviewers. Wow, that's a lot. Oh my God. And like, they all have different... A pit. Some of them like it. Some of them don't like bits and pieces. 
other than what more stuff so you, you spend and you have to so there's another convention in how you reply to them because you can't just so say no he's wrong and then and then expect something interesting to happen or for it to be accepted you have to argue point by point in a political kind of politically well is that the right word politically correct you have to polite. be polite. Polite, yeah, I think. You have you to have be to polite. Even if you even if you're not feeling polite personally, you have yeah, to Yeah, you be, say yeah. something like, Oh, we are we are very glad the referee has we, we thank the reviewers out, for their criti- for their we helpful thank, we comments. Thank the reviewers. Um it is interesting that you know, he has noticed this thing. We have we have changed X, Y, and Z, nevertheless. However, yeah. comma. Yeah. And then you get to say, I, I, don't, I disagree with them. So you know, there it's not complete you don't have to do everything. You do, you can argue your point sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of uh, I think how these things work. And and we were talking about before we were writing a paper together. So hopefully we'll maybe we'll read out some. Of, have you ever had this, any? Sorry, have you ever had someone say something really mean? Uh, like, yeah. Sometimes you just get something that's just that's not productive. That's not the c- constructive in any way. It's just mean. I had one once on a grant. They said, um, they said I find it highly unlikely that this person can succeed where the entire pharmaceutical industry has failed. Well, have you succeeded yet? Well, I didn't. I didn't get the grant, so which oh. I thought was like just. So I laughed at it, and I thought, well, you, okay, you don't like it very much. You think it's a bad idea. Other reviewers thought it was a great idea, and but what was interesting? Did he kill that? Did he or it. she kill it? Yeah. Why did it. they listen to that person? I don't know. It was frustrating. I got like lots of very good marks in the other in the other reviewers. How much um, did that? Mo- did that one give it like a low one then? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've had one like that recently. I don't want to go into details because um, it depresses me, frankly. But also, like, let me finish my story. Um, Sorry, Steve. That, um, w- you kind of think about the comment, right? Which is clearly just there to 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 sink your boat, sink the battleship of your of your grant. But um, the thing is, when you um, when you think about it, like I find it highly unlikely where the the entire pharmaceutical industry has failed. <laughs> like that's also any piece of research ever published has succeeded where the entire pharmaceutical industry has failed. In fact, the role of a ph- pharmaceutical industry is not to publish research papers. So it's it's kind of a kind of well, Dumb thing to say. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. I mean, generally, that's why research gets funded because it's the stuff which has, is high risk usually. Mm. So, like, you fund a or load fundamental of understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which everything else is built on. It's exactly. the foundation of everything. You need it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's an un- it's an unreasonable comment. Really, it's yeah. conjectural and sort of. Slightly rude, I think. It's, it is not constructive. Exactly, and that's you not the point. You keep it to something that's constructive. I mean, I had a similar comment recently that said, "Is it a pretty very similar thing?" Maybe he's got a point, but maybe it's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know, and I think it, it, the, the maybe point that's a is stock phrase. You get one person. Sometimes when they get something, if you've got like five, six reviewers, you might get four of them who are quite supportive and they like it and you get one person who really slates it but it's the Amazon philosophy right you know when you look on Amazon they'll be like we'll get five out of stars five out of five stars five out of five and there's that one person that says they don't like it very much you know and then that's the person you listen to isn't it that's the person that gets into your into your subconscious you think about the one star it's not a place for the thin skin science it reminds me of uh, I used to watch Space Steve you're a Space fan I love Space Space Simon Pegg would listen to this send it to him we could tweet him (laughs) You could try. He's too busy, like being really successful in Hollywood. Yeah, but you know, everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, so he, um, uh, there was a, on. Do you remember when in space? He was a cartoonist. His character. He was. Yeah. Um, Tim Bisley. Tim Bisley. Yeah. Named after filing cabinets, I think. Is he really? Well, I just know, I don't know whether that's true or not, but I see um, 
Filing cabinet. So say Bisley at the top. Right. B I S L E Y. So in, in your head was was uh, I was thought well, Peg. I thought when they were writing it, well, they thought well, what's what's kind of up front of the mill filing cabinets. That's Tim why Bisley. Yellow is called Yellow by Coldplay, isn't it? Because he was like he wrote the 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 melody and he goes and he got to it and it was all he kind of looked around and saw something yellow and he came up with yellow. Oh, that just proves that you Chris Martin. Is but but you just said the same philosophy for um for that you think is going on with Simon Pegg. How is yeah, seeing something yellow? I thought maybe that they were making an informed choice that he was an average character and the filing cabinet in an office is kind of something that's quite average. So uh, there's more, right. so not there's just he looked depth. around and went, oh. <laughs> 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 Anyway, look, the point that I was trying to make is that, um, yeah, he was a cartoonist. He was. Yeah, but he had a fear about putting his work out there. He was drawing them, and he had this mental picture in his head all the yeah. time of the boss of the cartoon company yeah. looking yeah. at his drawings. Because he never... <laughs> 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 oh, shit. It's from Dark you know Star Comics, I mean? right? That was yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, when I think about sending my papers off, I've That's got that vision imagine. in my head of that man. So it's a man. It's not... Well, in, in space, it was a man. So for you, it's a man. The, the sort of scientific equivalent is a man. Uh... Yeah. Generally, I think women would be much more constructive. About I would these have kind thought so. Yeah. Men are much more pig-headed. I think. I think so. Yeah. So um, anyway, it's quite it's disconcerting, and it, it it you've got to have a. So currently, there's a big man in the skies laughing at you. At no, moment. he's not. He's in the he's in one of the research councils with all of the money. With all the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're in a in a room. Oh God, we could talk about grant funding councils as well, couldn't we, Steve? That sounds pretty exciting. Oh, let's, we've had enough. That's a topic for another day. Let's leave it there. <laughs> Okie dokie. Right, Nick. Steve. This week in science. What? So this is, you know, we. I think this is be a. This might be a uh, recurring theme. I just thought of a paper I read that I thought. What happened this week in science? Well, so when I mean in science, I don't mean in general in science. I mean in Science Magazine. So there was a paper published this week about um, a psychology study where they were looking at um, anthropomorphizing uh, assistants. Right. So what assistance? Like digital assistance. So you know, like Siri and Google and and um, the Amazon Echo. And oh, when you go and you say, "Okay, Google," oh, yeah, or hey, I Siri. want to go to the shops. Yeah. Exactly. And it talks back to you and says, "Exactly." So go to the shops. So, do you think that would be more or less creepy if that had a face? If there was a like digital digital assistant looking at you in the morning when you said, "Depends what the face looked like." You can pick whatever face you want. Could I have naughty? Naughty stuff. And no, you can't have naughty Could stuff. Could I have a... You can have naughty stuff if you want. What, so like kind of a top... Maybe a topless lady. You want a topless lady. I love the fact that your mind goes straight in the gutter. <laughs> Just start, nose that face face plants into but the But you started gutter. it with the amphipomorphizing the voice and immediately thought, well, Siri is kind of like, oh, hello. Do you think Siri's sexy? Hello, I'm Siri. Well, no, but it... it, it you know, she's got, she's got a twinkle. I'm a man. <laughs> she's a woman. <laughs> Who said who said Nick Evans isn't isn't a complicated human being? I don't. <laughs> so um anyway, mm. so the study showed that um on average by not humanizing these kind of digital assistants, they were found to be less intrusive and less creepy and less kind of um skin crawly. So people prefer ones when they're more kind they're of just they're just they're an abstract uh you know, just floating nobody, right? So does that apply 
sorry, does that apply to like things like I was on the tube obviously when I came up and the voices on the tube mind the gap yeah but Stand if you've been to, to King's Cross they're the King's kind Cross, of inhuman there's a little projector like fake person saying can I help you and there's Ooh. a little projection of somebody yeah I don't like that yeah exactly so it's interesting isn't it oh I, is that I've seen one of those before there's like a white cardboard it's in King's, cutout it's in King's Cross yeah Oh. Um, but anyway, right? So, so, so the the study found exactly what you thought, what you found, what you purported to to, to believe is this uh, uh, this idea that if you've got some a face there, it seems a bit weird, it seems a bit um, sinister yeah, in some yeah, respect. Yeah. You have to be distracted by. Well, so they were saying. So they looked at <laughs> things like the you know remember Clippy, Clippy on the Microsoft digital. Uh, you know, oh, he was the walking paperclip. Yeah. Oh, you look I like you're right. You look like you're writing a letter. Oh, I hated that little git. Would well, you know why you hated it? Because he was too... Nuh-uh, because he had a face. <laughs> if he didn't have a face, you'd be loving him. I think he had hands. I, uh, uh, hands and feet, I think. So yeah. how about hands and feet? Would, that, would I well, pay I for think that? Any, anything that you... As soon as you give a kind of computer or an AI yeah. some kind of like corpuscular form... But what if it was like, okay, so about the same time that Mr. Clippy was around a long time ago... Clippy. Clippy. I don't know. I don't give a crap whether you call him Mr. Clippy, Mrs. Clippy, whatever. It's Clippy, name? Clippy, whatever. You're so finicky, Steve. <laughs> anyway, I'm a scientist, Clippy. Nick. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. <laughs> yeah, that's often a good idea. Yeah. When you say things like that, I know to back off. Yeah. <laughs> My God, otherwise bad things will happen. <laughs> Remember that time? I didn't know when we were. <laughs> but anyway, um, there was, about the same time, there was a thing I had on my computer. I like mm. cricket. Right. I really like cricket. I actually love cricket. You love it? Yeah, I like I like cricket. Watching it, generally. But anyway, there was a thing called Desktop Richie. Desktop Richie. And it was Richie Benno, right. who's a very loved cricket commentator. Okay. He's passed away now, unfortunately. He was, he was my favourite. Was this before he passed away? Oh, yeah, yeah. This right. was... This was a, that would be he, he died relatively recently. This was more than 10 years ago. But he was a little Desktop Richie, and he would be on your screen, and he'd walk across occasionally, and he'd read out what the current score was in the cricket. Right, so this would be I like liked him. five minutes or something, or a bit, ten bit long, maybe, yeah, maybe sort so of So you're ten. going about your day, you're clicking away, you're writing you papers. Well, it's, this right. is probably ten years ago, so you're it's probably like checking my space or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but I liked Richie Ben. I wonder whether if they used people who were kind of treasures, you know. So like maybe we could do the David Attenborough one. Yeah, I think he would be the ideal. He just, he just comes on. Stephen Fry, maybe. No, Stephen, I think David Attenborough and Richie Benno are in the same category. Bagpuss. I think people are more irritated by Stephen Fry, I think. You think he's become a objectively. bit more, not quite as a national treasure. He's not as inoffensive as David That's Attenborough. That's true. He definitely says offensive things that Attenborough doesn't. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He stays he's away from Atten- those Attenborough kind of Richie Benno, they're, they're sort of gentlemen. Right. You know, they don't get involved in controversy and they're very well respected. Right. Stephen Fry, I, I really like Stephen Fry, but he's a bit more sort of checkered, isn't he? Indeed, and... I mean, that's why people like him. I think. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so you think you think this little um, this avatar uh, was better or worse because it was actually a real real little person? It was better because I hated Clippy, but I like Richie Benno on my computer. So maybe if Microsoft had employed famous cricket commentators, then there wouldn't have been such an annoying universe. Cause no one liked Clippy. No one liked. Clippy. I think that you'd you'd have to make it region specific because there wouldn't be any one universal Microsoft Word avatar which everyone could relate to. Yeah, you'd have to have one for Britain, one for France, or you do what Google and Facebook and and Microsoft and all that do. Just have an inhuman voice. Yeah, well, that's what happened in Star Trek. It was just when? the computer, right? They just said, "Computer, where's Jean Luc?" Oh yeah, the computer never spoke. Exactly. Yeah. So really, well, uh, famously in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 
the computer's hugely irritating. <laughs> and they all hate the computer because it tries to embellish it. Do you remember the computer in the Crystal Maze? That, no. That uh, Richard O'Brien used to flirt with in Futuristic Zone? Oh, no, I don't. Okay. It disturbs and makes my skin crawl a bit just thinking right. about that. But yeah, yeah. so that, that, was a, that was a genuine bit of a, a psychological research that was done this week. It was published in Science about um, you know, people's attitude towards anthropomorphizing things and particularly artificial intelligences and things. Interesting. Yeah, huh? yeah. well, maybe one day... Huh, maybe one day they won't need to anthropomorphize it because it will be intelligent. Yeah, or maybe so it maybe it will pick its own form. Uh, what? The AI will pick its own form. What do you mean? <laughs> well, it doesn't have to. Are you like, saying you're AI, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me weirdly then. I was like, what? You see a deja vu. Yeah. It happens when they change something. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that was the week in science. That's the week in science. Hooray! Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey. Hey. I've got a glass of water now, Steve. Yeah, we're recharged. Steve was trying to get me to eat Granny Smith. That's right. Why were you trying to get me to Granny Smith? Apparently, um, they're good when you're recording. Why? Because, um, you know, this kind of sound you get i don't do that that's just used to that's just well you're chuntering kind of masticating away. kind of but apparently the you do it in between banging your fist on the table you really, and making you really noisy don't you tutting sounds <laughs> <laughs> thanks oh she's um, great perfect, perfect radio voice i can uh, give you abuse and just claim it's for the good of the podcast thanks nick you're gonna start telling me what i do wrong in a minute yeah exactly no i'm much nicer than that anyway yeah so Gr- granny smith's apparently stopped that nu- that sound that sound so if you go to recording studios or things like that they have them there so we should get some apples to go with our new kit we spoke about how about dim apples <laughs> where's that from that's from good or hunting oh is it he was a science dude as well he wasn't was. he you know that uh, at the beginning he what was he based he was based on someone really he was based on a famous um, science, mathematician scientist. Free, not Freeman Dyson, was it? I don't know. No, not him. The Indian guy. Oh, you know what? It might come back to me. No, no, Goodwill this Hunting. Is t- this is terrible. What? <laughs> Podcasting. It's, you know, it's the dude that did the thing. <laughs> you know, the guy <laughs> from somewhere. Someone will phone We're supposed to be we, intelligent. We can, no, no, but we'll come back later on. This is what, what you do. We just overdub it. No, so we don't overdub it. We, we just, just re-record look, it. We, no, no, we're just carrying okay, on. We and just then plow we'll, through. Later on in the podcast, there's someone, or everyone's sitting there going, oh, you pair of idiots. But later on we'll say, by the way, it is. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, did you, well, let's talk about Goodwill Hunting. Do you like Goodwill Hunting? Oh, I don't want to talk about Goodwill Hunting. Oh, why not? It's got because some good it's, science. Yeah, it's, um, I found it a bit boring and contrived, especially the sort of ending. The ending. I really like, you know that ending where it's like, uh, the best when um, Ben Affleck's character says to to, De- to Damon Matt Damon, um, the the best bit of my day is kind of coming to the end of uh, is, is walking up to your house to, to and knocking on your door and hoping that you're not there that you've just gone and that'd be the best part of my day and that's the biggest disappointment when I realise you're there. I kind of think about doing that sometimes, Nick. I think maybe just go and people be like, "What happened to Steve? He just went. He went. He just went. He just uh, went away." So. Are you, are you, Steve, I you're not you're not depressed at the moment, are you? No, I'm alright. I just like I just like we can I, talk I love about it. We we can talk about it later. Probably. All right, thanks, Dick. No, I'll it's help you it's out, very I don't know that kind of liberating thought of just going. Well, like Reginald Perrin when exactly. he goes on the beach. Yeah. Well, I think that's called running away. How is that so bad? Um, if it's done in a constructive way, I mean, he did it in a constructive way because he wasn't. He was. Um, he was not running away. He was going out there to have his life rather than be constrained by the situation in which he found himself. God, maybe maybe 
it is running. Maybe it's like it's all <laughs> it's all coming back. Oh, see you later, Steve. I'm going. <laughs> Bye. Anyway, we're supposed to be talking about conferences. Um, yeah, I can't remember how we got to this, but yeah, yeah. Good World Hunting. Oh, Dem Apples. Dem apples. apples. This is all your fault. Sorry. The Apple segue. Yeah. We need to divert that. Anyway, so um, I wanted to talk about conferences. Why so, do you want to talk about conferences? Because I think it's quite funny. What's funny? It doesn't well, what's sound funny about conferences? So, so scientific conferences, it's for anyone that doesn't know, is when a bunch of nerds all get together and talk about science. Yeah, people know fields. about science conferences. You think? I think so, because they're sometimes on films and things. What film has got a science conference? In it? Um, I'll just carry on. All right, okay. okay. So um, in a couple of weeks, I'm off to Hong Kong. I'm going to Hong Kong for a conference. And, Great. Um, yeah, pretty excited about it. Um, That's a nice place. I've been to Hong Kong. Have you Kong. been? I went to... Uh, Chinese University of Hong Kong. That's, where I'm, that's exactly where I'm going. Oh, are you? Because yeah. there's another one called Hong Kong University. Yeah, I'm not going there. You're going to Chinese University of Hong Kong? Yeah. So that's on the mainland um, at the end of... It's quite near China, mm-hmm. at the end of the train line. Um, it's supposed to be the... Uh, public transport supposed to be amazing in Hong Kong. Yeah, it was all right, yeah. I wasn't there... I mean, I went there for literally two nights right. from England. From that's here. a long way to go. Well, I didn't plan it, and it was my... We've got the university has a linkage with a lab there. Yeah. Anyway, the long and the short of it was it was booked. Somebody booked the flights mm-hmm. based on um, someone more senior than me at the university because we were a part of like a delegation type thing, a scientific delegation. Delegation. And um, yeah, we uh, we went there. That we makes you sound much more important than <laughs> you are. And a delegation sounds like something they would, the, the UN would send. I put some smart clothes on even. Yeah. But anyway, we went there and we were there for literally two nights. So I didn't really get a chance to experience it. I had So I'm hoping that when you go, yeah. you'll be able to report. The only things that I did, I went to see like the Thousand Buddha Temple, uh-huh. I think it was called. And I went into the island, Hong Kong Island, one evening. And we went for a meal and had a few drinks. Yeah. That was very nice. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Great. And so uh, when you go to um, a conference, uh, one of the things that people may not know uh, is you have to there's a couple of ways of communicating your science one of them is to give a talk like a formal talk and that's they're, they're harder to get so I'm going to a conference that will have about 200 people in it um, of all people around the world that kind of do similar things to what I do in, in, in my research lab and uh, we're going to talk about uh, you know what the la- our latest research um, so can't you show off a little bit at a conference don't you it's your opportunity to show off in front well of I mean it's a conference so you go there and you talk to other people who might be interested in the stuff you're doing and you want to tell them what you're doing because yeah. that's the whole point people you know if you're doing science that's important people know want to know about it yeah and that you know and they want to know the the the, the face behind the the paper they made well if right? you've invented the next amazing thing you know if you don't tell anyone about it no then one's gonna know no one's gonna know exactly but anyway, so, so one of the ways you can talk about it is 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 orally, so you can do it via a talk. Um, but also, there's um, a uh, you can do it via a poster. <laughs> a poster, Nick. Oh, I knew you were going to start talking about posters. Don't you think a poster's kind of funny? That we're all sat around, and sometimes I'm there, <laughs> and I kind of look around, and there's all these like incredibly intelligent, educated people with all these like PhDs as far as you can see, and everyone's just made a little poster <laughs> with a little picture of their face on it. <laughs> Do you put your face on a poster? Some people do. I never would put my face on a poster. How about a QR code? Do you ever do that? I do that now. A what? You know those little scan codes you can you can scan with your Oh, is that what they're called? QR codes? QR. Oh, QR. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm so technically upset. <laughs> yeah. People don't really use Associate QR codes. Professor. There was like a thing about having QR codes really? several years ago, but they're less used, I think, than I, they used I, to be. I normally try and put it on because it just links to your 
um, website or whatever. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, maybe I'll think about doing that next. But anyway, time. so I've got to make a poster. So I'm going. Uh, anyway, so the, so so what you do is you make. It sounds stupid for people that don't know this, but you and go to Hong Kong. No, with my poster. With my poster <laughs> to talk about <laughs> just to show to show some people my poster. It is, quite and it really nasty. is. And you know, it's not like one of those words that means something else. You know, mm. that means more technical. It just looks like a poster with your research on. And and during that time, you stand up in front of it. Um, and people come around and talk to you about it's it. It's kind of like a really crap trade show, isn't it? Really crap, yeah. <laughs> so instead of having like a, a couple of people from a company with, with free stuff, pens. Yeah, giving out some... There's no free pens. You could do that. Maybe I should do free pens. Maybe you could do that, yeah. Maybe we could get... Uh, I could get to see if people would tweet me ideas of how to make my uh, poster more appealing. Tweet Steve, everybody. Tweet me. All you out there. Tweet Steve. All seven of you. <laughs> no, it's eight now. It's eight. There's eight. It's gone up by another okay, one. Yeah keep counting right yes yeah, so yeah but yeah so i mean i've done this as well yeah. and i agree with you i went to australia once <laughs> to show someone a little to picture show someone <laughs> a poster i <laughs> <laughs> went to play went to cairns i mean right so that's a long sci- way to go scientific com- so science if you work in science it's not a very well paid job and it's it's busy i wouldn't say it can be stressful it's a nice job one of the perks of being a scientist mm. is you can go to conferences around the world. Yeah, it's like one of the few good things. And in fact, it's actually built into the majority of funding mechanisms. They yeah, actually yeah. Encourage people to do this. Yeah, because it's because it's an international business, and when you work in kind of like a small area, like because most people, if you're doing science, you have to specialise, otherwise you you won't be any good, or you don't know what you're talking about. So you have to work in quite a narrow area. The people that work in that narrow area. There'll probably only be a community of a, you know, a hundred or you know, depends on what you're doing. Could mm. be fewer than a hundred, but they'll all people be around the, the world, world doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the olden days, like in the times of Darwin, people would always write letters to each other. Yeah, we don't and have time for that now. No, and then publishers publish the letters yeah. that people wanted to tell other people about. That's how journals get got started. Um, and now, if you want to communicate with people, rather than just writing letters to each other, you arrange a com- well, people societies. Sometimes, prop, you know, companies for profit, they organise a conference and you go there. That all sounds quite learned, Nick, but really you're just showing a little picture of each other. You, show, <laughs> you go, you take your poster. <laughs> and basically on the poster, it's usually a A0. So it's quite a big, big, big poster, big, big poster, big picture. There'll be some writing on it and it says what you did, why you did it, what you found out and what, what it all means. Exactly. That's basically it, isn't it? Yeah. So, so if you, you do if you're ever at an airport and you see a load of people with with cardboard tubes, yeah, it's yeah. almost certainly some kind of scientific. They're conference. not bazookas. They're exactly. people, and they, you'll you'll be able to Don't tell. Don't take a, sci- a bazooka into an airport. That is not <laughs> good advice. <laughs> well, they they found like that was a problem in the early days of the poster taking on planes. Like people think. would put. Well, people didn't know what they were probably at the beginning. Right. It's become. I think it's become much more frequent, even in my career. Right. So in 16 years, I think the whole poster thing has the, the has pictures. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe we could get some quantitative data on the Let's use of do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, you go and and then you you use your poster and people if they read about it, so you get a little you get issued with a little leaflet or a book and it lists all the titles and sometimes a bit of information and then a number of and you can find the poster mm-hmm. by the number and people who are interested in like meeting you, God, it's almost like dating, isn't it? People who are interested Speed in meeting, dating, they yeah. come in and I'll have a chat to you. And they said, oh, look, so you've been doing this too. Yeah, oh, what's your problems? I, yeah. Did you find when you did that that and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you do is you do that. And then they go, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Well, it's hey, interesting. we should do, 
have you ever thought about doing and then you talk a bit and then sometimes if you're lucky you sort of you meet someone very interesting or very good and you can sort of start to build a professional relationship i i what i find uh quite beneficial is when i first went to a a conference and now i find this with some of the um people that work with me in my lab is that no one ever writes things down in scientific research articles that don't work but at a conference you can speak to someone and say have you tried this and they say yep it didn't work yep we tried that yep we tried that and no and because there's a kind of publication bias of of only showing things that do work people never share information that doesn't and 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 a conference is a really good way to explain to people all of the things you've been thinking about and and what you have tried and what you haven't tried and and it's actually really quite um fruitful and and beneficial it's totally true yeah i mean you i I 100 percent agree with that it's kind of like it's the underbelly it's like this sort of this sort of nasty, scarred, messy, and dirty so underbelly where, that's, where that's all where of the the gr- grubby stuff is about you know the un- the unclean side. Yeah, but that's that's where all the stuff gets done, right? That's where the the devil's in the that's details. Where I like to dwell in the dirty underbelly. It is yeah. very much that way. In the science shed. Oh God, we're in the science shed. Yeah, the dirty <laughs> underbelly of science. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, well, I've got to do one of those. So I've got actually got to make a poster. And I, because otherwise... Where are you going? Are you going to Hong Kong? Oh, no, this one is... Uh, this one's actually in Sweden. Oh, nice. I'm going to Uppsala in Sweden. It's a very good university. So I hear, yeah. Um, so I have to make a poster. My, my student actually is presenting. Right. Actually, the poster that I'm presenting is an, another student. So um, so you haven't got to make the poster. Well, I'm kind of in that hinterland when I'm not really doing the experiment anymore. Right. right? So it's not me who's doing the work. It's the student. So there's someone in your But I'm not important enough for someone to say, oh, we will invite the great Nick Evans to the conference. So I I'm kind of in the... the, the prefix great. That's what you should always insist on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of in the middle. So um, I don't... You know, it's difficult to talk at conferences sometimes. Mm. I mean, if that... Sometimes I have done. I mean, you can submit something a bit more general. Sometimes you can you can talk about what you're doing. But um, yeah, I'm going to present a poster. But I've got to make the bloody thing. So this first. is the thing, right? So people might not know this, but you you know, there's going to there's a bunch of scientists just like making pic- making a little picture to go and take away and and show other scientists. I've allocated it? three hours on Monday morning in my calendar because otherwise it's not going to get done. And basically, you have a big on your computer. You've got a big document. And you get lots of pictures and you move them around and you make it look nice with columns and you have little diagrams and all that stuff. So you try and make it look attractive. Yeah, to try get and get rid of Times New Roman. But I tell you what, it does my nut in. I can't be bothered with it. No. Do you like making posters? I do, yeah. Why do you like making posters? I like the aesthetic. I like making them look pretty. Oh, maybe I should embrace it more. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm... I should dive in. You should do it. first. Make it look beautiful. Maybe I could... Hang, I tell you what. Maybe I could make it tactile. Ooh, I went to one poster once. <laughs> and all, all someone did is they printed out a big like picture that they liked. And then they just like Velcroed in the middle of, um, a uh, an iPad. And then they were just playing something on loop on the iPad. And I thought, that's not a poster. How dare you? And then I thought, maybe I'm being a little bit pig-headed here. Maybe this is the evolution of uh, scientific communication. That's a good idea. Just just sellotape an iPad. So you just produce a piece of audiovisual stuff. Yeah. If you're if you're research. You could hang a couple of headphones off it as well. Just yeah, just play some rush. You know, like in <laughs> just everyone could just hang out. Enjoy some <laughs> look, Canadian if that rock. Happened, no one would go and look at any other posters. You'd be there. I'd be there, yeah. Maybe yeah. with another one of the R- rush fan. Chronological order. 
Why do we need? Petri, Oscar, Isaac, transplanting, 